planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jackson Devil Drive. This is Odorous from Water. listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. That was Call to Destruction from Niall's forthcoming 8th studio album, What Should Not Be Unearthed, due out on August 28th through Nuclear Blast. And joining us on the program now is the legendary Carl Sanders. Great to have you on the show with us, man. Thank you so much, Nav. It's an absolute honor to have you on the show, man, especially with this uh, amazing album coming up. I've been lucky enough to hear it, and uh, it's just, it, honestly, it's just blown me away. And I'm not just saying that because we're on air either. It's, it is an amazing album. From the opening track, it's just like a punch in the face. Uh, <laughs> did you know it was going to be something special when you were working on it? Well, you kind of have that hope, you know. Uh, I think anytime you embark upon a, a new project you, you have hopes for it and um sometimes it turns out well and sometimes it's it's not as well um this one felt pretty much like it was going to be you know a successful something or other um there was just a good uh, vibe going on with this record uh i know that about halfway through dallas and i realized that this was the most fun we've ever had making a record that's awesome, man, because you did it at your own studio, didn't you? Yes, sir. How was that process, you know, being that it was all in your hands? Did you find it a, lot, a less stressful process? I think it's less stressful uh, in a lot of ways because you're, you're not worried about the clock. I mean, your studio is charged by the hour, but if you own your own studio, you're, you know, you're not worried about what it costs because, you know, uh, it's your own studio, so you don't have to watch the clock all the time and worry about, you know, are we getting this done quickly enough? You know, can we can we do another take of that? You know, to get it just right. You know, you can take as much time or not take as much time, however you see fit. Did you set yourself a, a deadline though that you had to have the well, out by this certain nu- time? Nuclear Blast certainly took care of that part of it. They gave us a very strict deadline. Uh, if we wanted to make the release date of when we had to you know, upload the album to them. Um, so that kind of took care of itself. I mean, there was no such thing as, you know, stay in here for 10 years and make a Chinese democracy. <laughs> I don't think many bands have actually done that. <laughs> I, I think, you know, nowadays, uh, probably there are anti-Chinese democracy clauses in people's record contracts <laughs> to where they have to deliver within a certain number of months, you know, after they get paid, um, you know, because really, you can't take 10 years to make a fucking record. I mean, come on. That, that's got to be one of the biggest scams ever. You know, take, you know, several million dollars to go make a record and then don't deliver the record for 10 years. I mean, you know, come on. Guns N' Roses, you know, what a scam. Yeah, I agree, man. I think it's called the Axel Clause. Have- <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. The Axel Clause. That's it. Very good spot. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, and you have to actually uh, show up on stage on time as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, damn these new rules. You have to show up on time. You have to do what you're supposed to do. What kind of world is this? I know, right? I know. <laughs> that's that's Guns N' Roses' contribution to our business is now everyone else has to toe the line. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, in the title track towards the end, there are some ambient screeches and screams in the background. Uh, that really jumped out at me, man. It was real creepy. I loved it. How did you create those sounds, or is that a bit of a secret? Uh, we're talking about what should not be unearthed. The, yeah. Uh, title track, right? Yeah. So on the the fade out at the end with the slow riff and the the weird speaking. You know, there's these like alien sounding screeches. Um, those are actually violin scrapes that are processed to sound like squiggly worms. That it sounded awesome. Like when I had it cranked up <laughs> in the car, I was like, "Whoa!" It's uh, yeah. I'm gonna go back and listen to it on through headphones. I think it'd be amazing. Uh, it's it's definitely that's one of those little bits. It's just it's just in the background, but it makes makes the song like really stick out. Yeah, it reminds me like a, a aliens movie. You know when you're you're in the alien lair and there's like all sorts of horrible icky stuff dripping off the walls. Yeah, I love it. Oh, good job, man. It definitely yeah, it definitely <laughs> set my imagination places. It was it was very very cool. Well, uh, I actually spoke to George a while ago when he was about to tour here on a clinic, and he said that one track on the album he'd worked on was one of the most challenging songs he's ever had to play as a drummer. Do you know which track that was or he was referring to? He's talking about the title track. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, work that had to be done, you know, getting all the time changes, all the different time signatures, um, it's it's a timekeeping nightmare. That's all. You guys definitely pulled it off, though. It's a must. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm enjoying that track. Yeah, it's it's got some really brutal shit in there. Yeah, but it's it's not just that's what I'm saying. Like it's not just the brutal shit. It's the other stuff that's going on as well. It's it's mm-hmm. ve- it's a very very well written piece, and it's metal as well. So. Yeah, awesome work. Well, thank you. Yeah, love it, man. I'm really looking forward to playing that one live, but I think it'll be fun to take to the audiences. Oh, so you're going to definitely rip that one out live, for sure. Well, yeah, George, uh, we had this meeting where we were going, all right, which songs from the new record are we going to play live? And you know, Dallas and I had you know narrowed it down to three, and then George goes, well, I want to do six. And they listed them all off what he wanted to do, and that was like the first one on his list. And we were like... Okay, you not, you know, because that song's no fucking picnic for a drummer. (laughs) That's awesome, man. Well, uh, we're going to go to the Nile track, The Inevitable Degradation of Flesh, from uh, the Gates of Sethu album now, and we'll be back very soon on Rabid Noise. Hey guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. 
Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, so whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. So now it's back to Rabid Noise. And we're back with Carl Sanders from Nile. Now, I really love the concept behind the album that the idea that, you know, if something was discovered that would change everything we'd been taught about our existence and just turn it on its head. Do you think we're actually getting closer to that? No, I think we're getting farther and farther away from it. I think in the year 2015, there's very little that actually surprises people anymore. I, I honestly believe that if aliens descended from the fucking sky... Right, and hovered over the White House, you know, like in that movie Independence Day, right, and blew the, you know, the White House to smithereens. People would see it on the internet and not believe it. They'd say, "Well, that's Photoshop. That's CGI. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit." Uh, what are the Americans trying to do? You know, they're trying to, you know, you know, pull the wool over our eyes again. You know, with this 9/11 fucking crap. Fuck this bullshit. I don't believe it. Yeah, and no one would care. That's the even bigger part. No one would give a shit. If aliens descended from the fucking sky, not only would no one believe it, but no one would give a shit. The only time that they would give a shit if the internet stopped working and their smartphones got taken away from them. (laughs) And the Candy Crush server shut down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'd It'd be pandemonium in the streets. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if you walked outside in a you know, crowded, busy city, and all of a sudden nobody's cell phone actually worked? People wouldn't know what to do. People would like all of a sudden, you know, all those people walking around staring into their fucking smartphone. All of a sudden, they would be back in the real world. Oh man! Oh still, my god! It'd be it'd be crazy, man. It'd be this massive awakening. People would just be still probably walking into poles and walking into each other. But at least it'd be a positive thing. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, uh, uh, an interviewer asked me, "Okay, Carl, what is it that should not be unearthed?" And just on a lark, I said, "Cell phones. What if? What if the terrible thing that turned our world upside down was that some Egyptologist?" uncovered a 5,000-year-old cell phone. Of course, you know, wow, we dig it out. What's a cell phone doing that's 5,000 years old? What happened to humanity from us having cell phones 5,000 years ago? How fuck the far back did that set us to where we had to start all the way over again? That's pretty intense, man. That's actually, that's a crazy thought. Because, you know, you, you hear about, you know, there's, you know, theories that there was a big nuclear war in some cultures and different things that mm-hmm. wiped everything out. And then, yeah, so it is, it's a really interesting thought. Do you, uh, do you, do you, listen, <laughs> do you listen to a lot of, uh, you know, uh, podcasts and read books and stuff about that subject? Uh, I wish I had time to listen to, you know, podcasts. Uh, usually, you know, I have to do a lot of flying because of, you know, 
know, what we do with touring and all that. So I get to read lots of books, um, you know, because I've got time to kill on the airplane. But I don't have, you know, much time for podcasts, unfortunately. That's, you know, there's a lot out there about the subject, I guess, is what I was uh what I was saying. So it's, I was just wondering if you had a tip of a certain one that you listened to or anything like that. What 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 book would you recommend uh, that would sort of be uh, closer to the subject of the album that you're reading? Uh, anything by H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, that's that's a great place to start. If if you want to grasp you know, what we're talking about with Nile, read some H.P. Lovecraft, and all of a sudden it, it will all make sense. It will be crystal clear. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he means. I'll have to. Uh, yeah, it's something that a lot of people have said that H.P. Lovecraft. I think I'm gonna have to go back and uh, dig up some H.P. Lovecraft and uh, get in tune with what's what's going on. And you won't be sorry. You will be grateful. Oh, man, <laughs> thank you so much, dude. You'll write me an email and you'll say, "Man, I don't know what was wrong with me and why I never tried him before." Thank you so much. He turned my life around. You'll probably have some beers on your doorstep. <laughs> a nice little boat with a thank you note. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, you guys will be touring here in November with Unearth, Feeder to the Sharks, and Hortopsy. And the last time we saw you guys here was a couple of years ago with The Faceless, which was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, it's, it's, that's in November. It's going to be awesome. You guys must be looking forward to getting back down here. Yeah, man, I love coming to Australia. The metal fans in Australia are so fucking cool, uh, so down to earth and so real, and just there to enjoy some, you know, metal spirit. Man, it's a wonderful place to play. I, I, I can speak for the rest of the guys when I say this. We love uh, Australian metal fans, and we love Nile. <laughs> That's what's important. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. awesome, man. That's, you know it. It's going to be a fucking metal extravaganza. So don't miss it. Yeah, you'd be pretty stupid too. It's it's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're going to go to the track Annihilation of the Wicked now. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us tonight, man. And uh, best to you and the boys for the new album. And we'll see you guys in Brisbane with Unearth on November 19. Well, thank you so much. It's been a blast talking with you today. Project Up from Comcast is working to help advance digital equity and build a world of unlimited possibilities. From connecting people to the internet to opening doors for innovators, entrepreneurs, storytellers, and creators, we can help create a future that benefits generations to come. Over the next 10 years, Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach tens of millions of people with the opportunities and resources they need to succeed in an increasingly digital world. Learn more at comcast.com slash projectup.